it's time for another story. In the last episode, I shared the dangers of summertime, including things to look out for while you're on vacation. In today's bonus episode, I'm sharing a creepy pasta about the most infamous abandoned location at Walt Disney World. Um, the information age has spawned lots of rumors, spooky stories, and urban legends about Disney World. You can give it a Google and find lots of you know homemade creepy stories, but this one is my favorite. And this audio was originally recorded for my other podcast, which is called Disney Native. It's myself and a co-host um, talking about, you know, all things Disney from a Florida local pass holder perspective. So I encourage you to check that out if you are a Disney nerd like myself. Again, the name is Disney Native. We're on iTunes, Spotify, all the major outlets. Another fun fact is that this is the very first piece of audio I ever created and produced completely by myself. I went in and tweaked it and cleaned it up a little bit um, since my my skills have definitely gotten better since that time. So anyway, uh, without further ado, I present to you River Country Film. River Country Film. It had been three years since my family had last gone on a vacation to Florida, something we did annually before the recession hit. Since we now had enough money, my parents decided, after months of begging from my sister and I, that we could go to Walt Disney World again. We were both teenagers, and our parents kind of saw this as a bit juvenile, but decided it would be fun anyway. I couldn't wait to finally go back, and neither could my sister. Being avid theme park goers, We were especially attracted to the creativity and the magic of the parks. They never got old, and they had their share of nostalgia and excitement. However, there was one other reason I wanted to go. You normally associate Disney World with words such as excitement, fun, and happiness. But with these characterizations come counterbalances. While browsing one night, I came across a rather interesting story. It was about an abandoned water park in Walt Disney World, apparently named River Country. I was surprised by this since I had never heard of Disney abandoning any property. The water park was directly on the shores of Bay Lake, a huge stagnant body of water adjacent to the Magic Kingdom. River Country was, and still is, on the same side as Magic Kingdom, but right next to a resort called Fort Wilderness. Surrounding the water park on the resort side is a large green wall with signs dotting it. These read, sorry, River Country is closed. The place opened in 1976 and used water from Bay Lake in most of the attractions. It was very rustic and wilderness-based in design and contained artificial rocks that resembled those used on another well-known attraction, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. There was a dam present to keep chunks of dirt and mud from getting into the water too, so guests didn't have to worry about swimming in an artificial bog created by water from the lake. It was open for 25 years, closing its doors in 2001. And in 2005, a statement released by Disney said that the park would be closed for good. So for about 11 years, River Country has been sitting abandoned. Nature has reclaimed the area, but the slides remain, and so did the artificial rocks and the small pond, now a swamp, that was used for swimming. 
Many urban explorers have infiltrated the area, jumping over the walls to get footage of the abandoned water park. One of the most controversial things about the park nowadays is why it closed, which is what I was destined to find out. I wanted to see some real footage of the area before it closed, since from what I heard, it was very joyous and bustling with tourists, unlike its ghost town status today. I was without internet at the time, so about two days before we were planning to leave, I went to the local library, which archived many old videos that people had dug up and donated to the library to be part of a small historical society. Hoping that I might find some good footage, I asked the librarian if they happened to carry any videos dating back to 2001. She nodded and brought me to a small section containing many old VCR cassettes and a few DVDs. After about half an hour of searching, I finally came across a cassette with the words, the old fashioned swimming hole inscribed on top of it. This was a popular spot at River Country during its glory days, so I took it, almost certain it was the footage I was looking for. I asked the librarian if I could sign it out, but she told me that the historical videos had to stay in the library. I could, however, watch the video in a small conference room behind the front desk. The librarian led me into the windowless room and I took a seat in front of the television. She left the room and closed the door so that the audio would not disturb any of the other library patrons. I popped the cassette into the VCR under the TV and turned the lights off so I could see the video better. I was expecting quality to be low. For about half a minute or so, the screen was gray and was accompanied with a loud beeping noise typical for old VCR cassettes. The gray soon disappeared, showing footage of two individuals in front of the entrance to River Country. They were both men, and it was either very late at night or very early in the morning as nobody else was in the park. Very few of the water park's lights were on either. On the bottom left corner of the screen, the date November 1st, 2001 was displayed. This was significant because the water park closed for good the very next day on November 2nd. The two men were talking about how they had been denied entrance to the park in the morning since it had reached its guest capacity limit. They also stated that only at these hours of the night could they get past park security. The two walked up to the bigger water slides in the park, which led directly into the pond supplied by the green water of Bay Lake. Once they both got to the top of the slide, one man prepared to slide down. The two laughed over what seemed to be an inside joke, and finally, the cameraman ended up pushing his friend down. I heard him scream in delight as he descended, to the, he descended the slide to the pond. The cameraman then proceeded back the way they had come to get to the slides and across a bridge that traversed the small lagoon. He ended up back at the pond's shore where the sound of a splash was heard. This is when the video started to unsettle me a little. After waiting at the shore of the pond for about three minutes, nobody surfaced. The cameraman began to cry his friend's name frantically and started to run back to get help at the Fort Wilderness Resort. He stopped abruptly though at what seemed to be the kitty area, a small shallow pond on hearing a faint cough. 
he instantly turned around and saw a barely visible shadow about 10 or so feet behind him. Relieved, the cameraman started to approach his friend, glad that he was okay, but again, he abruptly halted. His friend's head was hanging down and he slowly looked up. The cameraman started to hyperventilate as the features of the other man's face began to show. Crimson, dry blood was caked around his mouth and some was even dripping off his chin. He was missing all the hair on his head as well, but one of the most disturbing parts of this image was that there were patches of skin missing that revealed parts of the man's skull and jawbone, and he was even missing his right eye, leaving an empty socket. I became severely nauseous at the sight of this. My heart also began to race as fear started to settle into my body. As the last minutes of the film approached, the horrendous figure muttered something that sounded like, there is no hope under the water. With that, the cameraman ran for his life, wheezing and panicking throughout his ordeal. The cameraman was sprinting, but didn't seem to be making any progress. He had ended up back at the large pond where the slide had dumped his friend. You could hear him sobbing softly, fearing for his life. Suddenly, the tape began to gradually slow down as the man frantically looked from side to side. The audio volume went up as the video lagged. Haltingly and deafeningly, the cameraman turned all the way around and shrieked at the sight of his friend. The video paused on this frame, exposing the caked blood all over the man's face. The top of his skull was now completely exposed with his right eye still missing. His mouth was wide open and coming from it was what looked like a combination of the water from Bay Lake and bile. This stayed on the screen for about 10 seconds and switched to a black screen displaying one single message. The epidemic begins today. Instantly, the power went out and I was left alone in the darkness of the conference room. I became terrified as I couldn't see a thing and I couldn't see the door either. I began to shake violently, fearing for my own life. River Country had closed because of this and it was obvious. Walt Disney World had been keeping a disgusting secret. I rushed to the other side of the room, disoriented. River Country Film was written by the Bush Administration. The content is available under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Some edits have been made. You can read the original story online at creepypasta.wikia.com.